Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a fantastic tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. If you've been following us around on the social medias, you know that we have teamed up with Bijack out of St. Louis for all of our CEP Network merchandise for all of the shows. Bijack has raised the bar on comfort and convenience. Go to buyjack.com slash CEP and take a look at the tees, hoodies, mugs, and koozies for Raised on the Radio and the rest of the CEP Network and get some gear. You will be glad you did. In this episode, Patrick and I chat about Simone Biles and her mental health. We chat about the Olympics in general, Koi LeRae at the Rolling Loud Festival in Miami, and we throw in some local music talk. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. And believe it or not, you can even find us on TikTok now. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoom Lane as usual. How are you this morning, sir? I'm great. What episode is this? 76? 76. think so, yeah. 76. What are we going to do for the 100th episode? Are we going to, like, at the very least, put on tuxedos like Step Brothers, like we should have done for, I'm fine with that. for episode 50? I'm fine with that. But see, the, okay. the, the thing is, is with podcasting, since we only do it once a week, 100, episode 100 seems like so close, but it's like 24 yeah. weeks away. So we're like next, or what, December maybe? So let's do two a week. Why are we bullshit? <laughs> okay, let's do it. I'm sure my wife would be real happy with that, with a baby coming. You'll be fine. It'll be, I'll, I'll talk to her for you. Um, okay, so I'm going to be in more trouble is what you're saying. Probably, yeah. You don't want me doing that. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, did you hear, do you know who Giannis Pappas is? Uh, I know the name. Comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, I can't, I can't, I know the name, I can't picture his face, though. So. Yeah, I mean, he's not, yeah, I, I don't think, well, I think if you saw him, but yeah, I, I don't think he has, I don't think he has that much popularity to where you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Okay. You would know who he is, but he was on Rogan. And I didn't hear I didn't hear the whole episode, but they they were talking about podcasts, right? And about how there's just so many now, but it's the new way to I don't know, essentially earn a living, right? Okay. And it just it just reminded me again of how much of a bubble 
a guy like Joe Rogan lives in. Good bubble to live in, obviously. He's doing well. But well, it's just, it's like, he's just, I just feel like he's so out of touch with reality and the rest of the world. And then he started going on his, like, his COVID rants and stuff and the vaccines. And I was just like, all right. That, at that point, I just turned it off because I just didn't want to hear him. There, there are two things now where I just become, I don't, I'm not interested. There are two things that he talks about now. COVID, I don't want to hear his thoughts on COVID. And when he starts fucking talking about animals on his podcast, you just cash in. You just get the fuck out. Like there's, there's no reason you have to, to stay and listen. You have to, exp- you have to explain this to me. I, I, I have not heard Rogan in quite a while, so I need to know animals. Like what, what's the, what's the basis? Here? When he starts just talking about wolves. <laughs> okay, that, I I bailed out of that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to bail. Yeah. Just trust me. You, yeah. you, you, sir. If you are the person sitting across the table from him, you are boring him. So he's just gonna go. He's gonna start talking about wolves. Or uh, yeah, it's. I read this book once about eagles. Like I don't fucking care what <laughs> book you read about eagles. Um, so what you're saying, so, what you're saying is, if you're a guest on the Joe Rogan Experience, and at some point. In the show, he just goes off talking about eagles or bears or wolves or something. Elk, you should probably just yeah, yeah. yeah, you should probably just get up and leave. I, I would because your part is done here. <laughs> I have nothing to contribute to that conversation. Yeah, wolves are scary, Joe. I know. The other thousand episodes, I heard you talk about wolves. That you've you've convinced me they're scary. Eagles are about That's to become funny. extinct. Cool, got it. Wow. Bears, uh, bears eat berries. Got it. What else? What else are we talking about? Um, but yeah, they were just talking about podcasts. And I, I'm always fascinated by like, well, look, as, as a guy who does a podcast with you, uh, I'm curious as to how much money these guys are making really off podcasting. And I sent you that clip. I think I did. Someone put together a, a, a YouTube video of all of these guys talking about their sponsors. And, it, and it's got that, like, show me the money song behind it or whatever, that song from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, but funny, but somewhat true. Like, I did, do you I, really you, think you, that... You didn't send that to me, so I'm not sure what you're... I didn't? Oh, no. shit, I need to send that to you. Um, But I think we even talked about it on a previous episode where it's like, do they really like podcasting that much or are they just cashing in? Is it a cash grab? Well, we yeah. talked we talked about that with like Tom Segura because he just started like a solo one too, I think, right? And that's like his fifth one. Because well, we, we talked it, about yeah, we yeah. talked about like sharing the sponsorship and all that, and I because I remember I mentioned like, do you really need that many podcasts? Or are you just cashing in for sponsorship? And if so, why don't you just like double up on the sponsorship money from? The you know what I mean like like double up from me undies on the one show versus having eight of them and having that same sponsor. I'm glad you brought that up. So, do you really think that Tom Segura wears me undies? I don't know. They are pretty comfortable. Oh, so you you've you've been tricked into buying them? Actually, That's I bought them saying. for my wife at one point. Now, that does not mean that I wear them. That means that I have felt you know to them. That means that I have felt to them. And hold on, hold on. No, shut no, up! No, no. Don't even. Don't e- don't don't t- don't no. take this Bullshit. in a different direction. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. I know what I did. I know what I did. Okay. <laughs> as long as you know. <laughs> what I meant is, I've felt the material, and it is extremely comfortable material. I have not felt them on my body, 
Is this done now? Are we done? Never, never a dull moment. <laughs> Did I fight it? <laughs> Did I fight it good enough? <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's cool. Okay, fine. Okay. So did you did you learn about MeUndies because of a podcast? I did, yes. Which one? Uh, whichever one of the 800 that took on MeUndies okay. as a sponsor at the same time when they first took them on. Yeah. To answer your question about the doubling up, I think it depends on what the sponsor wants. I think the sponsor sees it as a new opportunity to get like new people True. interested in their product. True. Because somehow Tom Segura has convinced me undies that having a solo podcast where he doesn't talk about mentally challenged people on the internet is somehow going to bring in new people. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm fascinated by it. Uh, do you have, do you have any, look, these, these, what do you have any extra, like any res- extra respect, I guess, for a podcaster who doesn't care how they promote a sponsor? And is willing to lose a sponsor just to just try to make ads funny, like Bill Burr. Yes, that's that was gonna be my example. I know Bill Burr has lost Sher- several. Sherry's Berries reads are entertaining. Yeah, because um... he he has lost several sponsors because of just not caring. He just wanted to make ads funny. Was it that, or is someone else is someone else his salesman, and they're the one getting these people on, and he truly is just just so out of touch with his own his own reality that he doesn't really know what they are. And then once he starts reading, he goes, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Again, that's another guy who's really out of touch with actual reality. Yeah. He has his bubble of, in his bubble of, but that's fine. But yeah, why, why do they, why do they, I mean, they're doing fine. So what, what do, why do they need to be in touch with our reality? I guess. As long as they have enough information. Why do they need to be in touch with the rest of the world? <laughs> I mean, I think it's a little bit unhealthy to think that everyone else has $100 million in the bank and they can just, they have a 32-car a, a garage to put their cars in and they have plenty of food stockpiled uh, when the shit hit the, hits the fan with this pandemic. You know, not everyone has a fucking uh, Olympic pool-sized deep freezer in their fucking garage full of elk that they can live off of when everyone turns to zombies. I mean, it's a little bit unhealthy to think that way. You say, you, to People me, do have you to sound, like work for a living. You sound like a bitter Mark Marin to me. I'm glad you. I see. <laughs> now I'm glad you picked up on that. Mark Marin is allowed to joke about these things. The question is, am I allowed to joke? Obviously, I'm not being serious, right? Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. I think. Now, do people listening to me right now, do they know I'm not being serious? I would hope so. But also, because I don't earn my living as a stand-up comedian, do I get to joke about these things? Or am I just a hater? Or am I a troll? Or a loser? You're not a troll. Like, like, what do you... Give me your definition of what a troll actually is. Because you actually have to be, like... Not fighting's not the word. Like, I, I think of a troll as, like, an internet troll, somebody who's, like, going into comment sections and leaving stupid comments and things like that, right? So I don't consider you a uh, troll because you're not doing that. Hater? Yeah, probably. But hater in a fun way, if that makes sense? You, you don't find me to be a, the tad bit realistic? Maybe <laughs> I'm just thinking about things logistically and rationally. But if that's the case, then you're not. then you wouldn't be a hater, I don't guess. So that's why I mean, that's why I say hater I, in a fun I like way. I call myself a, a rational hater. How about that? Okay, I was gonna say um, I was gonna say hater in a realistic way. So yeah, I guess that's the same thing. A rational hater. I like it. 
I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, speaking of trolls and haters, I am. No, I don't consider myself a troll. I've never left a comment on anything ever anywhere unless someone, one of my friends posts something on Instagram and it's an accomplishment or it's uh, hey, just had a baby or my kid turned one or whatever friend, actual friend in real life outside of social media. Then I'll leave like, oh, congratulations. Right. With some sort of emoji or hey, yeah, whatever, like inimical, like Joel just posted whatever it was from their shows at the Viper Room. Yeah. The show at the Viper Room. Mm-hmm. I just commented with fire underneath it. You know, that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. Nothing hateful or distasteful or anything like that. So I don't consider myself to be a troll in that way. But there are. So so I feel like I can say this. I'm disgusted by the amount of fat, lazy pieces of shit in this country giving Simone Biles shit online. Absolutely. It's disgusting. And it's funny, it's funny they said, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know if I reposted it on Instagram, maybe it was just Facebook, but it basically said the amount of people who are calling Simone Biles a quitter, I've seen you uh, quit keto 14 times, so shut your mouth. And it, it's legit, like that's exactly, that's exactly what this is. This is armchair Olympicking, trying to call people, like, yeah, go, go ahead. No, you're right. It is. And it's, but the lack of self-awareness some of these people have when, when you go, when you go onto Twitter or you go onto Facebook and you leave a comment like that, do you think no one's going to click on your profile photo, your about section and really see who you fucking are? And most of these people, I don't think they do. I think they just go, I'll get away with this and no one's going to call me out. Right, right. Right. Just the lack of self awareness, like, but I guess that's what the internet is, and that's what trolls are. But they, but, uh, but that, back to the- but I don't know if that that's what it is. I think people want that, like that they're being a troll on purpose. They're saying these comments on purpose, hoping for the battle, hoping for they hoping just, somebody does call them out. They they want that. That's what uh, that's no. what makes them feel good. Yeah, makes them feel like somebody. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I wish they were less predictable. How about that? Okay. I'll give you that. Because, I mean, I only looked at two and both people. And it was gross shit what they said. And both people I could just tell were like gun-toting, I hate using the word, Republicans. I could just tell. I could tell everything about them just screamed, I don't like black people. That It just did. It just did. And let's let's talk about it for what it really is to those people. Like these people just need to be honest. They don't give a fuck about the Olympics. They certainly don't give a fuck about gymnastics. They didn't like the fact that a young black girl made a decision for herself and didn't fucking walk around and stomp to their marching orders. They didn't like it. I guarantee you, and I know we've had this conversation on this sh- on this podcast before, and I know we 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 toe the line on it. And we bring it up just uh, let me like, you know, we're subtle. Let me not be subtle right now. If she were a white gymnast, no one would fucking care. No one would have said a goddamn word. And I and I fully 100 percent within my heart believe that. I mean, it's a bold statement. And I'm not and I'm not saying it to be controversial. It's just what I believe. It's yeah. just what I believe. Um, so uh, so so taking color out of it, do you look at it being a 
bigger picture deal as people look at it like, well, maybe she's like she's giving up on the country because she's representing the country. Those people need to stop. Yeah, I get it. She has USA somewhere on her body. I get it. She's there for herself. Yeah. She's there for herself. My my thing my thing my my thing is if you if if you think somebody would put in the time and the work over ungodly amount of years to get to where she's at just to give up, it's not like she's wanting to do that. No, of course not. And the people who of course not. And the people who are belittling that are ridiculous. She look, man. those people, uh, to the people that are saying the gross shit and saying that she she needs to do it for her country, you got to stop. It, the, the, I understand that we we go, we as a nation go and represent the nation at the Olympics, but let's get fucking real. It's 2021. Those people are individuals who are trying to make their lives better by winning a gold medal. She wins a gold medal, it changes her life, mm-hmm. right? It does. The, the fucking 17-year-old from Alaska that won the, the freestyle in swimming, you know. Let me explain this. That doesn't help the United States of America. That helps that girl. That girl had to, you know, they only have one Olympic-sized swimming pool in the entire state of Alaska. One. That's crazy. One. And this girl, 17, made it to the Olympics, went all the way to Tokyo and won a gold medal. If you think while she was in that goddamn pool and she was swimming, she was like, I'm doing it for America, you're crazy. <laughs> she was doing it for her. That doesn't make her selfish. Yeah. She has a job to do. Her job is to go fucking swim, swim faster than everybody else and win a goddamn medal. That's it. Yeah. So we got to get past that, man. I, um, like the Olympic basketball team, the men's team, which right now we can get into this later, but do you think those guys are there for the United States? Those guys are there to prove that they're the best in the world. They didn't do and that. By did God, they? they're having a hard time proving <laughs> that. Right now. Um, so have you, have you, yeah, to that, I say, no, I think we need to get over that. We need to get, we need to move past that. She has a legitimate reason. She, and within her own brain, didn't feel like she could perform to her best. And she's doing a dangerous sport. I don't think she wants to fall on her fucking neck and break her neck. Yeah. not be able to walk the rest of her life. Well, didn't they, I did hear... I, I heard that she had, uh, I guess, what they call twisties, or the twisties or something like that, which I'm assuming... I, I would have to Google it and look it up, but to, I'm assuming it's more like a, um, a vertigo type of thing, I would think, judging by the name. Okay. I mean, I'm glad you brought that Because you see what they do in the air. I mean, it would make sense. So she prior to going to Tokyo was on ADHD medication. Okay. She revealed this the last Olympics. She takes ADHD medication. That stuff's illegal in Japan. So she could not take it. Okay. I can only imagine what that did to her fucking brain. I can only imagine. I think it has a lot to do with what we're seeing right now. Lack of focus, anxiety, whatever that medication helps her with that so the fact that she couldn't take it i think it has a lot to do with her mental her mental health her I mean, mental you stability. would you would think you would think there would be regulations involved 
as far as like if you're a country who is going to host the Olympics, that stuff like that would be able to be, I guess, looked looked away from? Yeah, there are Olympic regulations when it comes to that stuff, uh, far less strict than the actual country of Japan. This thing there, it's illegal in Japan. And I would have to look it up. I think she's on Ritalin. I don't know if it's a different version of Ritalin that she's on for ADHD. But, dude, when you get off that stuff, it's not like, okay, I'm done. I'm off. I feel fine. Like, you, it takes a while for your brain to adjust not having that shit pumped into your fucking system. Right. So I think it has a lot to do with where she's at. And I really don't like how it's not a bigger part of the story. It's just the mental health aspect is that's that's the story. That's their narr- that's the narrative we're going with. Well, okay, there are things that are contributing to her mental health, such as our medication. No one's talking about it. Yeah, but if you make that a bigger story, then it makes... I don't want to say it makes it look oh, bad, but-, but it looks worse upon her because she does have a, a mental... I don't know what I don't want to use a word that uh, is insulting. Chemical dependency on those things to help her. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know who that hurts? The pharmaceutical companies. They certainly yeah, don't want true. an Olympic-sized viewership knowing that their 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 drugs have impacted the greatest gymnast of all time. That's true. They I don't want that. That's not a good endorsement for their product. Yeah. Uh, but that, I mean, but, th- that makes sense. But that wasn't even what I was thinking about. I was just thinking about. It looks like we have a representative of our, of our country who has, um, not mental problems, but you you know what I'm saying, like an, an issue, to where she has to take medication for it. You know, I I, I don't want to make that to sound. I don't want that to sound insulting by any means. Yeah, what's that, worse, but, knowing that or knowing that she just has mental health issues. To me, I think they go hand in hand. And it's good to talk about mental health. It is, absolutely. Um, and it's good that she did. But I don't I don't consider it... I don't consider it... I've, I've, I've heard the word brave used. I wouldn't call it brave as much as it's a necessity for her to have... For her to talk about her mental health and admit that mentally she couldn't get the job done. I don't think it makes her a coward, but I don't think it makes her brave. I think it's just a necessary thing. I think it's a necessary thing that we all need to, to, to embrace that Mm -hmm. mental health is a big issue. We need to stop looking at it. Like it's this thing that makes us a certain kind of way, whether it be a coward, whether it be brave, whether it be anything, it just is a thing that we need to accept. It's, it's happening. It's real. It's real within all of us. It's not like we're choosing for it to happen to us and then having to be, dependent on a drug or whatever it's not like we want to be dependent on that but it's something that you're basically on for the rest of your life just because that that's what helps you live yeah and she might not even she might not even have come to the realization that her mental health stability was dependent upon something that she was taking for her adhd that might not even be a a thing that she understands yet maybe I'm I I I not I going to crucify her for it. Right, and I understand that, but that's a that's definitely to me a, a doctor issue. I mean, a doctor needs to be involved in that. And I mean, maybe she, maybe she did know. Maybe they told her ahead of this, listen, you know, 
this is this could be an issue that you have you are going to have to come off of your medication because of this and we don't they maybe not didn't know so i don't i i i wonder though like maybe maybe that was part of all of this and maybe leading up to her travel maybe she came off of it to see how it would work for her i, w- I wonder if that was involved at all um well, yeah I'm, I'm sure she had to i mean if it's not allowed in the country then yeah at some point she would have to cycle off of it and then can't take it into the country. Right. I just don't know what you cycling know, or off smuggle of or ADHD. Huh? I don't know what cycling off of an ADHD medication looks like though. I don't know if that's a thing. If you're, if you're dependent upon it, I'm sure it's not easy. Yeah. And I use the term cycling off cause that's, I guess that's the term used when you have to get off of a medication. Right. And off of a drug. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't take anything like that. It's been recommended that I do, but I, I can't, I can't. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's, uh, and I don't, I don't want, I, and when I'm, when I'm, when I'm calling her not brave, I'm not saying it in an insulting way. I just mean that I think it, what she did is necessary. Yeah. Period. Call it brave. Fine. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call it. I don't, I guess what I'm saying is, is I don't every time someone speaks out on mental health, I think we got to stop calling them brave and just start calling it for what it is. It's it's a part of them. It's a part of our all of us. Right. Yeah, but it's um, hard. It's hard. It's hard. This, it's it's hard this to... weird thing. Right. It shouldn't be this weird thing. No, it should be normal. Be. I guess. It's just hard to find the wording to, to match the feeling with that. Right. Like it's hard to find something that doesn't sound insulting to somebody. Sure. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be, I'm, I'm 100% on her side on this. Uh, if you can't do it, you can't do it. Period. Um, you know, and if, if you don't feel like you can don't. Right. So are you, are you Go ahead. Well, I was going to say now, am I a hypocrite in some way? So let's say this is, uh, let me just go ahead and knock on wood now. Let's say it's the Super Bowl this year and the Browns are in the Super Bowl and the week leading up to the Super Bowl, Baker Mayfield says, I can't play. I have mental health issues. Now, am I going to be upset at first? Yes. Yes. Am I going to go online and crucify him? Absolutely not. But I will question, all right, what's going on? But no, I'm not going to go online and crucify him. I'm not going to call him a coward. I'm not going to call him Brad. I'm not going to call him anything. I'm going to let him figure his shit out. Yeah, it's going to upset me a little bit as a as a Browns fan, of course. So I want her and her family and her people and everyone rooting for her to understand that. In sports, people are going to be upset when someone can't get the job done. It's a natural thing, but she she definitely deserves the time to feel get better and feel like and do what she needs to do. Period. You know, right. I don't know if I made the connection. I think I did. I don't know. My brain's going 100 miles per hour right now. Anyway, <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just actually going to change direction a little bit and just ask, Is there? are you a an avid Olympic watcher or just certain sports uh, in Olympics or just kind of catch it when you can? Um. Yeah, I mean, I like to watch, yeah. Uh, I don't, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's something that I don't, really i mean i'll watch it if it's on i'll watch it i don't like make it a point like i know synchronized diving's on right now let me go ahead and stop what i'm doing uh-huh 
but I mean, I definitely wanted to watch her because she's incredible. Yeah. Um, definitely interested in the, in the, the men's basketball team. Sorry, women. Um, what's a, okay. Didn't women win like the three on three? What? Did you? There's three on three basketball in the Olympics. Yeah. And it's half court. Well, why would it? I think, I, I guess it's a new thing. I don't know. You, you have to Google yeah, this. Make sure that I'm not crazy. I, I, I did not know. <clears throat> I did not know that that was a thing. I want to say women won, won gold. Are you Googling so it right now? Me there's three on three Olympic basketball. Yes. Look it up right now. Because yeah, I. There is. Okay, good. Say so I need to not be crazy. You're not crazy. The U.S. will likely medal in three by three on three basketball. This was five days ago. U.S. men fail to qualify for Olympic three on three basketball. U.S. women qualify. Do you mean to tell? Never mind. We, <laughs> you know what? Okay, so I, I think I just answered your question. I guess I don't watch the Olympics Olympics as much as I say do. Um, what do you? What I'm do interested you, in the men's basketball team? What do you think about LeBron not being on the Olympic team? <clears throat> don't give a fuck. They say they say it's injuries, but also the rumor is is that he knew that the team wasn't going to be great and he didn't want to be a part of it. Could be rumor, who knows? I'm just asking. I'm just curious. People starting those rumors are, are morons. You think? He doesn't think a team with Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard and himself is going to be a good team. Who the fuck who started that rumor? Let me guess. Was it Stephen A. Smith? Probably. I'm sure he's I'm sure that's something he would say. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't want to go to Tokyo. Has anyone ever thought about that? Maybe he just wants to take a goddamn break. Why does he have to? He doesn't have to go if he doesn't want to go. The team will be fine without LeBron. Maybe. I was say don't maybe. We great. haven't. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand how they lost to France. I don't know what I was looking at. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I understand that the loss to Nigeria was an exhibition leading up to the Olympics, but I'm pretty sure that of the Nigerian players that are in the NBA, none of them were on the court in that game. So they lost to, like, the Nigerian B team, which is preposterous. I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, It's weird to me that let me ask you this. So I've heard this conversation. If they do not medal, is it fair to call the NBA cha- to no longer call the NBA champion world champions? Is it fair? Because they didn't because the NBA players that went over didn't win a gold medal. Okay, this is going to be sound weird. I've never thought of it that way. Is that why Wait, hang on. Okay, ask me that question one more time. So, like, the, the Milwaukee Bucks are called world champions, right? Okay. But should we be calling the NBA champion, whoever it is, moving forward, the world champions, if we couldn't go over to Tokyo and win a gold in basketball? Okay, so my, why, my question is, why is it world champions anyways? Just because of the Olympics? No, because the best players in the world want to play in the NBA. I mean, the NBA is the ultimate stopping point for any player who is worth their, their shit. Hmm. So that's why we're that's why they're world champions. It's a collection of all the best players in the world won that given year. 
my my argument is can you really be called world champions if you can't beat france i don't know probably so it's probably going to be okay but i i, I mean that that, does, that doesn't change the fact of what the nba is though as you said a collection of all the best players in the world playing against sure. each other and you still have that one team who beat everyone else and won so that so in that well, collective look, they're still i guess considered world champions so i don't really think the olympics has anything to do with that here, here's here's what I'm saying. I, I guess here's what I'm saying. A team with Kevin Durant and four me's on the court should beat France. Okay? <laughs> okay. He, he needs to step up. He needs to be a leader. He needs to lead the team to a gold medal. It's unacceptable for any team with Kevin Durant to lose to anyone in the Olympics. Okay? Okay. And then on top of that, you give them Damian Lillard and Devin Booker. No, that team should never lose to anyone. Okay, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So we'll see, man. I, I, dude, if they if they don't win the gold, I will be beside myself. I mean, I, I, just, I, I, I just wonder if it's a mix. It's a, if it's a mixture of the the team, like the the people. Yeah, people have said that it's team chemistry. The team hasn't been playing together. They're, they're fuck that. You have a team with Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard. I, I, yeah, okay. I, I get it. Pull pull three women from the the women's Olympic soccer team and put them on the court with those two dudes. You still shouldn't lose. Period. You shouldn't. <laughs> Not to France. Not to France. I'll give you a pass if you're playing Luca. I'll give you a pass if you're like no. Not to France. So not I the, mean they've not won the Nigerian their, the, B team either. The what? Not the Nigerian B team either. <sighs> I don't know, man. That was bizarre. <laughs> um, no, no disrespect to Nigeria, but Jesus. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so, I mean, they've won their last two. They destroyed Iran. They destroyed Czechoslovakia. So they're going to get into the medal rounds. Uh, we'll see. But that, you know, that team should never lose to anyone. It's, it's, I don't know. What do you do <laughs> if they don't win the gold? So, I mean... What what is that going to look like for these guys? And that's what I'm saying too. When was when was the last time we didn't win gold? Didn't win gold? I don't know. It's been quite a while, right? It's been a while. Well, 2004. <clears throat> I don't know. When is the last time men's basketball didn't win gold? What would you? So it's hard to put yourself in this position, but what would would if you were a player from another country who played in the NBA, and you were given the opportunity to play in the Olympics for your home team, would you do that? Say that again. If you were from another country playing in the NBA, and Olympics come around, and you're offered, you're given a position to play for your home country team. Would you do that? Yeah. It, are there are there players that given are given the option for both to play for the USA team and, and play for their home team, and they kind of have to make a choice? I believe that's the way it works. Yes. Uh, so I remember. Well, I I don't know. I I I think that's worth a Google, but I'm pretty sure that's the way it works. Like Bam Adebayo is on the men is on the the US team. He's from Nigeria. He's Nigerian. Okay. So he could play on the Nigerian team. Okay. Now, why he didn't choose to do so, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I'm wondering what that looks like. Like, I'm wondering if your home country looks at, looks down upon that or what? Um, I don't know, man. I was, it was, it's interesting you bring that up too. I think you have a choice. Okay. I think you can claim. Cause I, when I was watching the, uh, the Euros, there was a guy on Scotland that like chose like last minute to play for Scotland, but he's not from Scotland. Um, and I, it was a big deal because there are very few in the history of their, their national team. There's been very few men of color to play for their team. So this was like a huge deal. Gotcha. Um, to, to many people, probably because Scotland's likely one of the more racist countries in the entire world, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't need to go down that rabbit hole. There goes all our but, Scottish so, listeners. So, so yeah, <laughs> so it was a big deal. Um, and I, I, like I said, I, that guy had a choice and he made the choice to play for Scotland. Okay. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I, yeah, if I, if would I, so you're saying would I, yeah, I would, I would play for the, I would play for my country, not the U S sorry, America. I'm sure that offends everyone. I'm sure I'm a, a traitorous coward like Simone Biles, but <laughs> fuck off. going to play for my country. Um, but if I, if, but if it's a matter or so you saying like, you're not from the country, you didn't grow up in the country, but you have good enough reason to sort of to present the idea that you could play for them. Meaning like if my dad's from Portugal, do I want to go play for Portugal? I just is that I, what you're asking? No, I, you answer my all semantics. You, you no, you all you answer my question already. I was just curious as far as if you're from Nigeria, do you have the option to play <clears throat> to play for your to play for Nigeria in the Olympics or, or do you have a option to play for the U S or is it both? Do you get to choose which one you want? How does that work? That's, I think the option's up to you okay. to be honest. And I was just, and I, I was just wondering how people look at that. Like yeah. if, if you're, if you're, if you are from Nigeria and you decide I'm going to play for the U S team instead, does Nigeria get pissed about that? I'm sure some people do. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was just curious. It all, I guess, how much national pride do you think Nigeria has? Do you think there are people with trucks with the flag on the back in Nigeria? I don't know. You don't know how to answer that question. Do I you? don't. This, it feels like it's going down a road that I don't really want to go down. <laughs> you you got to stop being scared of these roads, man. Um, I don't know. It, it, but look, if the, at the end of the day, that the U.S. team should not be losing in the Olympics, period. <laughs> okay. So I don't care about team chemistry. I don't care about preparation. I don't care about any of that. So we'll see. We shall see. Um, How you did text me about synchronized diving the other day. And you're like, dude, have you ever seen this? And I know I gave you like a snarky response like, yeah, I've been on Earth for a while. I think I've seen it. Uh -huh. I know what it is. Uh -huh. I don't watch it. You were this, amased by it. This is this on? is new to me, dude. This that stuff maybe the most impressive Olympic sport. Synchronized diving is the most impressive sport to you. To do to jump off of a diving board and do flips and twists and everything else exactly the same as somebody else at the exact same time to hit the water at the exact same time. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So Simone Biles jumping off the floor without a trampoline, without a diving board, doing the same twists. And flips that doesn't impress you more. 
What? Using nothing but her body strength to do that. She that, doesn't have a board to help her. That's insanely impressive. However, what if you had to put another person right next to her doing the exact same thing at the exact Fucking same time? Fucking do it. Fucking do it. <laughs> Why? Did we just create a new sport? Is I that hope done so. In gymnastics? I have no idea. I don't know. Probably. We're probably morons. Yeah. This is probably a thing already. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> so here's an important question. Are you going to watch the Gold Cup tonight? I had not put any thought into it to be honest with you do you even know what it is no okay explain it's a soccer please. tournament it's a fifa that's soccer what I, that's what that's what i was assuming cone kickoff actually a what um one more time cone kickoff cone kickoff what, what does that mean it's the it's the organ it's the it's the governing body that puts this tournament together okay yeah there's like fifa there's cone kickoff. anyway it doesn't matter so the u.s is in the final they're playing mexico tonight um, it's been an interesting run because basically the team is made up of, I think it's one of the youngest teams they've had in, in the history of the gold cup to actually like do this. Well, um, everyone's young, like everyone's under the age of 25 with the exception of a few guys. So, uh, they played Qatar on Thursday, they beat them. So now they're in the final against Mexico. going to be a big deal if they beat Mexico, um, historically, and traditionally, the U.S. does not play Mexico well in these in these finals. They did just win the Nations uh, Nations League final or whatever it's called a few weeks ago, but different different story, different animal. They had all of their best players, so they're going to have to do it tonight with you know this younger sort of. Anyway, I'll be watching. I know I knew I knew you weren't going to watch and didn't know what I was talking about. So anyway, now you said a lot of words that I've never heard before in my life. I'm not going to lie. What words have you not heard? You know what soccer is for fuck's sake. Football. Is that what it is? Football. I said enough. Ca- ca- what on. was that? What was the word? Konkakaf. Konkakaf. Is that a K or a C? Konkakaf. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's with a C. C. Okay. C O N C A C A F. Yeah, something like that. Okay. I feel incredibly <laughs> stupid. Anyway, <laughs> I believe I believe white people call it konkakaf. Okay. Konkakaf. Konkakaf. It sounds better when I say it like that. Or do I sound like Sean Connery? Konkakov. I actually like it better that way. <laughs> do the Sean um, Connery way from from now on. Konkakov. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's on at 7.30. You should watch it. Okay. It's a big deal. Okay. Okay. And it, Well, look. Here's why it's a big deal. I'll say one more thing. I know we're boring people with soccer. But if they win, it really looks good going into World Cup qualifying. Because as you know... They did not qualify for the last World Cup, which is insane. Insane. So, anyway, let's move on. Okay. You didn't like the video that I sent you of Chloe LeRae performing at Rolling Loud, huh? I've never heard of that name before. Well, I knew you didn't know who she was, but I wanted you to see exactly what everyone's talking about. So, do you know what Rolling Loud is? I've heard of it before. Is this, I mean, It's a, a huge festival, I'm sure. Huge festival, huge all hip hop festival, and it's where um, Miami. Okay, that's why there were so many people, and it was yeah. Uh, I believe yeah, it's Miami. Yeah, um, but it, it's been it, people. It, the festival, I should say, not so much, but just the people that performed at the festival. 
it's been getting a lot of shit online because the performances were not so great. And the one that I sent you, she's she's getting it bad. Um, did Pitbull it's interesting headline? To me that, <clears throat> say it again. Did Pitbull headline? No, I believe. Oh wow, was that a real question? It's Miami. So what? <laughs> I know. Um, what is Pitbull, by the way? Is he a rapper, a dancer, a singer? What is he? Uh, I, I don't know. Probably all of the above. I don't know what what's his think, what's his genre considered. Uh, I don't know. Well, pop music. Is it pop? He's a pop star for sure. Yeah. Huh. Anytime you land Bud Light commercials, you are you are a pop star. <laughs> they don't give those to anybody. They give those to the biggest stars on earth. Um, you tell me Jay-Z's not going to be a Bud Light promoter? I don't think so, no. No? Okay. I don't think so. But I also think Pitbull probably drinks. Do you think he drinks Bud Light? No. Probably no. Land Shark. Whoa. What? <laughs> Why Land Shark? I don't know, because it's a Mexican beer? No, it's not. It's not? Land Shark's not? No. What is Jimmy Do- Buffett created Land Shark. Oh, Dos Equis. That's That's Mexican beer, right? Oh, my good God almighty. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Holy shit. Anyway, um... <laughs> So the festival, people are getting, <laughs> people are really giving these guys, these artists shit. Um, and like I said, the one that I sent you, she's getting it probably worse than anyone. The thing that I found interesting is just how bad the sound was. And it, and it brings up the discussion. Is it, have you ever been to a hip hop show? Whether it be someone popular or someone local. Um, I don't think so. Maybe maybe a couple of local guys that are like hip-hop-esque, but not anything major. Still had like a band behind them? They're, yeah. They weren't really relying on... Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you said that. So there is a difference. There's a difference in that if you are seeing someone who does not have a live band behind them, it's really, really difficult. I think they have a, they have a, they have a tough job of getting people into, in the moment and into the music that way. Okay. Um, I don't think it's the same as a band who's really relying upon relying on themselves to play things correctly, to really play things well, to to like bring that energy. Um, I just think it's a different thing. I don't think it's any harder or any less difficult than a band. I just think they're two different things. Okay. But I think for for that for that that so Coyle Ray, the girl that I sent the video, I, I you know she was trying her best to really get people into the moment. I just think the sound was terrible. It was like we were watching karaoke. I mean, how in a massive festival like that, is it a lot harder to get the sound to sound good anyways? Um, it should or is hit. It, or is it easier? It slap. That did not slap, dude. That was okay. weird. What I was watching was weird. So I can only imagine. I would love to know what it felt like on stage for her. It felt like on stage it was like that. And if I heard that on stage, I'd be like, what in the fuck are y'all doing to me? It just, it Please just, yeah, it, just, it just seems to me, and I, this is coming from a dumb person who doesn't know anything, like not a musician or anything, but it seems to me like it'd be easier to figure out the acoustics and the sound inside of a building versus like outside where the sound just goes out and up and, uh, you know, everywhere versus being like 
being contained into a building. Does that make any sense? A little bit. But I mean, these people are professionals. This is what they get paid to do is make sure artists sound good. So true. I don't know. I don't think that's a good excuse. Okay. The location. I mean, not that they don't do uh, outside maybe, yeah, festivals sure. all the time. I'm not saying I, I just I'm I'm just trying to compare inside to outside that it seems like outside would be a lot harder to control the sound of. But like I said, they do massive festivals all over the place all the time. So. Yeah, well, look, it's up to the bad sound or not. It's up to the artist to 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 reel it in and get people interested. And she just was having a tough time. Was she was she I at, felt bad. Was she at the beginning of this festival? Do we know like where her placement uh, was? I think it was earlier in the day, yes. So that has a little bit to do with it as well. Okay. But people go to that festival to party. They gotcha. go to hear songs that they know and they go to party. Like Kodak Black was on it. Jack Harlow was on it. Uh, the Baby was on it. So, I mean, it was all people. It, it shouldn't have been. <laughs> but that that festival, historically speaking, and I don't know how long it's been around. I know it's been a few years. But I remember watching a video of Sheck West. And I'm sure you don't know who that is, but <laughs> watching a video of Shaq West perform Mo Bamba, you know what that is? No. I'm going to play it for you in a second here. But I remember okay. watching a, him from that festival performing this song. So that's probably 2019. 20, did that song come out then? 2018 or 2019. But uh, the fucking crowd was lit. Everyone was going crazy. But I remember watching it going, God, this sound sucks. So he just was lucky that like, that song was hot at the moment and everybody just wanted to fucking rage to it, you know? But I, th- I just remember thinking like, God, the fucking sound is terrible. And I think honestly, I think he knew it and he just said, fuck it. And he just said, I'm going to do whatever I can to get these people in the moment. Um, well, that's also coming from a mu a musician no, standpoint matter, though right I, like i understand that even if you're not a musician you can tell when the, the music sounds bad but when you're in like a massive place like that and it's a song that is hot like if if nelly were to walk out and sing hot in here if the sound's a little off anybody gonna care if you're at hollywood casino amphitheater in st louis, louis? Or is he somewhere else st louis i don't think anyone's gonna care exactly so that's my point but it's noticeable, man. You don't okay. have to be a musician to know that something's off. Yeah. Okay. We're talking mm-hmm. about we're talking about volume. We're mm-hmm. talking about feeling. Does the bass and this is this is specific to hip hop? But do I feel it? Does it hit me in the chest? You know, mm-hmm. if you don't feel it, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Regardless of the song, regardless of the artist. Now, some people can pull through, like like this guy that I'm talking about. But you know, I think people's biggest gripes about this festival this year were that people just didn't, they didn't make it interesting. I watched Jack Harlow a little bit and I was bored. I was bored. Gotcha. Uh, And I think the crowd at times were a little bit bored. I'm not saying that to be disrespectful to him. I just think it was a moment thing. I just think it was, I think it had a lot to do with the sound. I think it just was a moment thing. Sometimes you're in the moment, sometimes you're not. Uh, Well, if 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 you've got sound and especially earlier in the day, people aren't invested in it already. That just kind of probably rolls through the rest of the day until somebody comes out and has great sound and just catches the crowd. Yeah. I, I think as a performer, though, I think those guys, if they don't have a live band behind them, they have a hard, they have a difficult job of getting – they have to perform. They just – they do. Um, I remember I saw Kid Cudi. It's one of my favorite shows ever, but I saw him. It was just him and a drummer. So the drummer was playing along to the tracks. 
Where'd you see him at? Uh, I saw him in Champaign, Illinois at the University of Illinois. Oh, okay. It was a dry show. Nice. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was great. And I remember thinking when he came out, I was like, oh, shit. And he had, uh, fuck, who opened? I can't remember who opened. But whoever opened, you know, it was the 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 reception was sort of, you know, it was 50-50. But it was just him and the beats, the samples, the sound, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And then when Kid Cudi came out, I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's got a DJ and a drummer. He didn't have anything else, you know, no, no live guitarist. But he killed it. It was one of my favorite. But I also, he's one of my favorite artists. It would be hard for me not to enjoy him. Um, you know, versus when I saw Jay-Z, Jay-Z had tracks and he had a dj no live band still great you know so it's a it's just a moment thing but i think as a performer if you don't have that live band feeling you know and the sound sucks like i think it did at this festival i think you have a tough job i don't know is that no i've is always that, had is that normal for kid cuddy just a drummer and him or uh, i don't know that's the know. only time i've seen him i saw clips of him at Lollapalooza. i think he had a full band okay if i remember correctly I think, I think it's, I think they, I think it, again, I think it depends on the show and which songs he's doing live. And he was, so I don't know. I'd love to see him again. If he ever, he's not going to come to St. Louis that I know. Um, So I don't have to go somewhere else again to see him. Based off of that latest album, it seems like it would be hard. I mean, I I guess I'd have to listen to it through again, but it seems like it'd be hard to just be him and a drummer. Um. I don't know. I think, it, yeah, I think it, well, it depends on the drummer. How creative can you get? Yeah, you true. Know? Yeah. Uh, I would love to see it that way off that new album. I guess. I'd love to see him do that stuff live like that. Yeah. In that setting. Um, I haven't, I haven't listened to a whole lot of his other, like his other stuff. You're the one that turned me on to the newest album that I, you know, I listened to. It's got like, like that spacey, almost like euphoric feel to a lot of the songs so that's i guess that's most of his stuff that's most of his stuff okay most of his stuff yeah i need to go back and listen um, to more of it then I, I, I like that album a lot well man on the man on the moon one and two you need to listen to because yeah. that's that those were the inspiration for that record gotcha um the first record i sound like such a fucking old head when i say this well, i love the old stuff better <laughs> but that first record really i mean it's 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 in my top five uh it just something about it just struck a chord in me did something to me man i mean i wore that fucking thing out and it's like emotionally speaking just did so much for me uh at that time of my life so yeah kid cuddy holds a special place in my heart uh he put out some stuff that i haven't liked so much there have been you know but he's got two of my favorite albums of all time and this last one he put out is is up there here's uh sheck west with mo bamba I think you're gonna like it. So. All right, so you get the idea. Uh huh. So that guy did that song live, and I'm talking about. 30,000 people going fucking ape shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. That to me was impressive because that, I mean, you hear this. I love that song. It's a funny song. 
And you can, if you can imagine if the sound's terrible, how that would sort of flop a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But he... Almost like if it sounded like you were playing it into a microphone out of a cell phone. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and I think it might have. Killed it. People fucking went apeshit. So, um, but you get the idea. I just wanted you to understand what the song was. I got you. Okay. And I'll send you the video of that performance. if you. Re- I, it, it's, it really is a fascinating video to watch because the sound is not great. And it's that song. I and mean, there's not a lot going on in that song right yeah and fuck people went fucking nuts yeah it's very i i I still get i still i still love shit like that man it it gives me goosebumps to like watch people just own a live performance it really does um regardless of the genre unless it's country and i don't give a fuck but like (laughs) it really it really is it's it's never not going to be fascinating to me it's never not going to impress me ever ever it's just i'm gonna be on my deathbed talking about that time I saw fucking whoever, like, you know, it's just, is there talk about, I remember we talked about live shows and like favorite live shows Did I talk about, um, maybe I did. Did I talk about when I saw 36 crazy fist that pops the night the Cardinals won the world series? Yep. Okay. Okay. Like I'm never, I just still to this day, remember everything about that moment, like everything about it. Like I remember people that were there that I no longer speak to. I remember because didn't everything. didn't you say they actually waited to go on or something because everybody was yep. watching the Cardinals game? Yep. Yeah. But not like they were pissed off about it. They were like, you know what? Out of respect, I think this city's team is about to win the World Series. Why don't we just wait? And you didn't you say they came and out wearing so like, Cardinals gear too? No. Oh, I thought you did. No, I don't think so. Did I say that? I don't. Maybe not. Maybe no. I made that up. They weren't, I think maybe one of the guys might have had on a hat. Okay. Maybe, but no. Um, no. So we, we've talked, they, they, we, we talked about you going to shows and watching a band that you had, had like maybe an opener band that you didn't really know before that kind of was a lot better than you expected or you didn't really know them uh, and they really made you like them. Do you have any that was like an opener or something that you weren't expecting to be very good and just blew your mind? Well, first off, I don't walk into any show expecting any band to not be very good. Don't make me out to be that person. I I apologize, I, I guess. I don't know. I get what you're asking me, though. Uh, let me think about that. So bands that, yeah, yeah, they're a couple for sure. So, man, really challenging me here. Um trying to think of like recently or semi-recently or just a band that you knew was on the bill that you weren't really that interested in before but then you seen their live performance and you were like holy shit yeah yeah there's been a several times i mean the band islander i knew who they were hadn't really listened to them knew one song and then saw them at a festival and i immediately became a fan for sure uh which i did tell you they're coming to pops right yeah, yeah okay um another one i mean there there i mean there are tons he is legend is a band that i knew of everybody talked about him wasn't really sure and then saw him live and 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 was just sold immediately there are tons of bands tons of artists that that's happened you know um but right now i'm just drawing total blanks on it oh i mean i 
wasn't a yellow wolf fan if you want someone more specific at all and i really really actually couldn't stand his old music and then he came out with that rock stuff and i know like the the point here was playing it and i think it was a point show that he played that he headlined i was like okay i like this that's cool you know wasn't like you know not like a diehard fan now but i was like all right that, that stuff's cool i see i seen uh, him on st- side stage at point fest and I mean, it was it was an okay show, but and I like Yellow Wolf, but I would I would like to see him in more like a pop setting or something like, something like that. I bet I'd like that a lot more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but point fe- mean, point fest, especially on a side stage, is odd, anyways, because it's like that's just the band that's playing right now. So you if you're if you're in like a pop setting, they're there to see Yellow Wolf, versus if you're in you know, a, a side stage at Point Fest, that's just who's playing right now. So you have thousands of people that are around you, but not necessarily there to see them. They're just there to see who's there right now. If that it's makes up any to sense. that band to put on a memorable performance. For sure. I get it. Some can do it, some can't. It's not easy to do. Yeah. Festivals are weird like that. Um, Especially in St. Uh, Louis when you're state. Warped Tour, like any band that's ever played Warp Tour early in the day while a really popular band is playing like oh i don't know fucking rancid or fucking the offspring or some 41 or whatever uh they know that it's 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 a very bizarre thing yeah <sighs> especially by the front gate where people just kind of you see people coming in you're like shit we're gonna have a lot of people watching us and they just walk on by <laughs> that's always fun had that happen a couple of times yeah oh by the way it's 120 degrees and we're playing on a black stage and everybody's standing on blacktop yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah it's up to the band to uh to sell it i'm trying to think god i don't you that question's really bothering me because like for whatever reason i can't think of like specific uh, man just keep it in mind. It has happened to the next quite show. a bit at festivals where I've been at a festival and I've and it, it's been one of the the bands not head like non headlining bands that I've you know seen and, and I knew who it was but I was like oh shit that's really cool. Um, who else? Again, I'm just drawing so many blanks. Who else is on that Beartooth bill that's coming up here in a couple weeks? Wage War and I don't remember the other one. Uh, Wait, was Which I like Wage War too? Was Dragged Under on that? Maybe. Is it Dragged Under? Okay. I don't. I'd don't, have to look at the. I'm not sure. I actually know both. Well, wage War is Wage War is one of the bigger names okay. on it. I actually just recently found out who Wage War is because I just because of Octane on Sirius XM. Yeah. But. What song are they playing on Octane of Wage War? I don't know off the top of my head. If you if you told me, a, I mean, do you know any of their gravity? Big that might be it. That sounds gravity right. or low. Those are older songs, though. I'm surprised they're playing. No, anyway. I don't think good so. for them. That's I good. I'd have to look. I um, don't remember. Was it Jose Mangan playing it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the rock dude, Jose Mangan. Um, going cook off. Uh, but don't they have? Don't dude. they have? Don't they have several people who run several different stations all the time? What do you mean on SiriusXM? Like Jose Mangan, he that's not just his channel, right? He he does other channels too, or maybe he just fills know. in on other channels and stuff too. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. 
I try not to pay attention to that person. Um, if you were offered a radio show on Sirius XM right now, would you take it? Uh, do I get paid? I mean, I assume. Do yeah. don't. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? I gotta get paid. I don't know. I just you you've told all your horror stories and the how you hated being on a radio show at one point. I mean, I guess this would be a different thing. This would be all all totally music. Different. I didn't hate being on a radio show. You sure? I enjoyed it for <laughs> sure. I didn't. I didn't enjoy. Then I guess every time you about every time you've told a story on here, you just told the bad things. Then have I? Uh huh. No, I mean I enjoyed that for sure. Okay. Um, but sports talk radio is weird. It's weird. It's a weird thing for like to, a to want to do, and then b people that listen to it they're they're a specific kind of person, you know. Uh huh. Um. So it, it, you know. No, I enjoyed it. I got into it. It was by chance anyway. The they That show had me on as a MMA person. Because um, at the time I was writing for a website and I was writing specifically about MMA. So they, the producer of the show went to college with me and knew me from band stuff. So he actually just reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, I'm producing for this show. Would you be interested in coming on? And I was like, uh, okay. And I called in and talked for talked to MMA for like 10 minutes. And then later on, they had me on again. And then after that, they're like, hey, so some things are changing. Do you want to just be on the show? I was like, uh, maybe. And I ended up doing it for, you know, whatever, however many months I was on it. So it was fine. Uh, no, if they offered me a show, yeah. I mean, if they paid me, at the very least what I'm making now, sure, let's do it. I wonder what a I starting salary is like for a serious XM. I'm sure it's not great. Yeah. I'm sure I would have to go, oh, that's not enough. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm quite sure that, yeah. I'm sure it's not great. Could be. Might be. Um, Could you do it solo? Would you need somebody? I, would, I don't know. I mean, what is it just me, like, spinning... And it's not like say the word I say, use the term spinning records. They don't even do that anymore. But is it just me <laughs> spinning records and introducing the songs? Or yeah, is it just, me like, yeah, it's just you is there putting a theme? eight tracks Am in I talking about something. I guess I don't know how all that works. Like as far as like if, you, if you're if you're a solo person, uh, you know, running it at night or something like that. And you're putting you're putting the, the music on and you're talking in between. I don't know how all that works. It can be pre-recorded. It can be live. It could be. A multitude of things i would imagine most people on sirius especially like on octane i think those guys are live right i think so i don't know i don't listen to it enough to know i mean i know my experiences and the people i know in terrestrial radio that's not serious from the stations here and some of the other stations i've interacted with in the past i know how all that works i mean i know uh, well i don't know but i i assume pretty much all of it's live like on the point right um, I, I don't know if I should be talking about their business. I don't know if I'm the person that should do it, but I, I'm going to say no. Oh, there's a lot of pre-recorded stuff. Is what you're saying? I'm not saying there's a lot. I'm not saying there's a little, but I'm saying there's pre-recorded stuff. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's just cool to me that you, that they can make it feel like it is live. But I, I guess it makes sense because if you're pre-recording it, you're That's just saying you're just talking radio, in man. between. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Huh. 
that's why I, I that's why I still value markets like St. Louis that have rock stations like the point and hip hop stations like we have here because people still listen. Yeah. You know, it's there's still value to your music being on a radio station like the point. There's value if you're a local artist or any artist for for that matter of your your music being on uh, 104.1, you know, <clears throat> or 100.3. There's value. I know people don't think so anymore, but go to a point fest and tell me that people aren't hearing these bands. There are. I'm 20,000 people go. How many people go to point fest? 20,000? What's the number? It's close to 20,000, oh, right? Probably over 20,000. Yeah. Yeah. So they they hear these bands on the point on the radio station. So Right. Um yeah, I don't know. As far as local goes though, we don't have to dive deep into it, but it seems like it would be I I don't feel like a lot of local music is played on the point anymore, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I should talk about that either. Right, and that's what I'm saying. That's what, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, um, I don't want to dive well, deep into it. it. Fuck it. Our show's called Raised on the Goddamn Radio. We should be talking <laughs> about this for fuck's sake. Well, the reason, um, the, re the reason why I'm not going to name any names or anything, but there, there used to be a show on there that was all local music. Is that not a thing anymore? No, that was that went away quite a while ago. I don't. So there's no local show on Sundays anymore. Mm -mm. Okay, I'm glad you said that. So I, I. I recently discovered that there's a new person doing the local show. Okay. And the old person was replaced. Oh, so now right. you're saying that there's not even a local show period. Well, maybe, maybe that's what I'm, maybe I'm mistaken because uh, there, there was a local show that somebody was doing for a long time. And then I know that he left and isn't doing that anymore. So maybe he was replaced and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't want to give too much away. We'll here. have to figure this out all But I, the reason that I know this <laughs> is because I reached out because I, as you know, have released some new music. So I was uh -huh. like, eh, sure, let's put it on the local show. It, it, you know, uh -huh. apparently it's it's difficult to do. Um, gotcha. Pause. Let, let me, hold on, I got I to gotta take a bathroom pause here. Okay. I, I mean, I'll say this. I, if there's not a local show on our rock station here anymore, I think that's really sad. And I would, I would join the, the protest to get it back if there was one. <laughs> I'm not going to lead it. Maybe I should. But, uh, yeah, I think that's sad. Um, there's a ton of great music coming out of this city uh, of all genres. And I think it needs to be heard. And uh, some of the funnest times I ever had was, you know, local show-based shows. Mm -hmm. You know, I've made uh, lifelong memories in some of the, from some of those. So, yeah, man, that that's really sad if that's the case. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some investigating here. I'm how to find out? How I hard? didn't realize, by the way, and and I was just thinking about this. Sorry to cut you off. You're good. Yeah. That the the inimical show that we just went to was a, a a like an anniversary show for Beyond FM. Yeah, I didn't even realize that till after the fact. I saw them post. I saw someone post a video. Um, about it. Yep. Um, so th that's good that, that, I mean, there's, there are things like that. Uh, but I think there should be more than just, I guess what I'm essentially what I'm saying is there should be more than one, you know, there should be multiple websites, multiple r ways to hear 
a lot of this stuff um, other than Spotify. Are you you're acting like you have ideas in your head? I don't. I don't. Oh. Other than, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, well, let me say this: there should be multiple ways to do it. I don't feel like anyone fe should feel like they're competing. You know what I mean? Right. Like if I started an online radio station and played St. Louis-based music, I certainly wouldn't want anyone else to feel like I'm trying to take listeners away from them. Right. I just see it as another option for more people to discover more artists from St. Louis, I guess. Right. Um, the problem is, is I feel like there probably would be the idea that competition is happening. And how do you, how do you avoid that? I guess is the, would be the biggest conundrum, you know? I mean, isn't that a, a common theme across St. Louis, the St. Louis music scene anyways? has been for a long time unfortunately yeah 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 i don't know if it is anymore i haven't played a show in so goddamn long i, I could i wouldn't be able to tell you I, I i don't know man i don't know i don't know like i've said before i think i've said it anyway i feel like there are plenty of people that thought i was competing with them and thought that i thought my shit didn't stink and uh, i believe me it's just my social anxiety trust me i never thought <laughs> Any, 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 I'd never had such feelings. Uh, you know, you could tell though, you could, you could feel it in the air and it's a shame, but it's, I think it's inevitable in anything that you do where you're trying to, I don't know, uh, at the end of the day, pitch a product, I guess you want it to be better than the other person's you want people. So I don't know. Well, it goes back to like the whole, you know, a rising tide raises all ships kind of thing. You would, you know, you think that one band does good that it helps the rest of the bands in the scene, but a lot of bands don't look should. at it that way. They think, at, well, should, well, they're yeah. getting theirs and I'm not getting mine. Yeah, some people just can't avoid being jealous at other people's success. It's very, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I obviously won't name names, but when Story of the Year took off, I just remember so many bands that previously liked story of the year that would die would kill to be on a story of the year show would, would, would whatever whatever i just remember so many so many bands being like a oh, fuck story of the year really like, why why i don't understand why what, what i don't understand just look at them it's like this yeah i just like okay all right whatever dude i can't talk to you about this this is weird this is a weird conversation yeah uh but it existed or you know fuck the urge or you know, just name anybody else, name any other band that's been successful. Fuck Cavo. Like, why? Why fuck? What are you talking about? Right. We need them to be successful. And then we need to be lucky enough to be on one of their shows. Right. And them too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's. Uh... And from someone who's played with all three of those bands that I just named, and I didn't name them because I play with them. I was just thinking of bands from St. Louis that have been successful. Mm hmm you benefit from playing shows with them. So to, to be jealous of them and, and want to separate yourself in some way and think that you can do better. Okay. Good luck. I don't know. Yeah. If nothing else, you should be following the blueprint of what they're doing at the very, but not even follow, but at the very least pay attention. Yeah. Be, be, be a student at right. the very least. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, you should. And you know, I remember specifically too, 
the moment when someone said that to me about story of the year. It was when they were, they were on some MTV thing. It was like live at hard rock. Maybe they'd have big artists on. I mean, story of the year did it. Some 41 Hoobastank, like all the bands that were popular at that time. It was 2004, 2005, whatever it was. Um, and it was on, I want to say it was on at a bar. We were at a bar day drinking of all things. And I just remember a couple of the people just being like, oh, fuck straight here. And I was just like, ugh, what's wrong with you? They're on MTV, motherfucker. Right. What do you mean fuck story of the year? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like this is the no, band, this is the band still... that we are very like really close to. Like they're right down the road and they're doing yeah. this and we're going to say fuck them. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Unfortunately, those, those people existed, man. Yeah. Um, but I, that happens everywhere, dude. It's yeah. like I said, it's inevitable that people get jealous and people, you know, got to find a reason to poke holes in what you're doing or find holes in what you're doing and say you're not good at this or you're not doing this right, whatever the case may be. Um, let's start the let's start the the petition now. We need the if the local show is gone, we need to get it back. Well, we need to find out for sure that it is gone. I might be wrong. I just know that what we had is not there anymore. But maybe they, maybe there's been a replacement, and maybe it's still there with somebody else. I don't know. Well, I'll I'll say this publicly. I don't give a fuck. The online form for you to submit your music on the website does not work. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe I'm just a moron and can't figure it out, but it does not work. <laughs> and that's why that's what struck me to reach out to the person. And this is when I made the discovery about the changes. Uh, so. We're going to find out. And if we're right, we're going to call this the title of the show, Bring Back the Local Show or something. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's dig into it and then we'll, we'll figure that out. My, my biggest thing, yeah. and we don't have to go deep into this because we're going to wrap things up, but the my, my biggest thing with, I like what people are doing on how they're promoting St. Louis music. They're promoting, there, there are different outlets out there in St. Louis that are promoting local music on, of all genres. On both Can I stop up? you real quick? Go ahead. I hate calling it local music. Okay. Because so it makes it feel, and it's always made me feel this way, it makes it feel like less than. Okay. You know, so what every you, music's local to somewhere. So I don't know. I just, so do you but call, I know what you're saying. But, so, I mean, but I mean, you can't, you call it St. Louis music. It's the same thing. It's basically the same thing. I understand what you're saying. I just don't know what term yeah. what term to use. I don't have a solution, by the way. I don't. I've always, it's always bothered me, and I've never really known. You know. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Sorry. Well, now you maybe lose my train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. So, no, no. Okay. It. So what I'm saying is, I lo I love that there's outlets out there for that are in St. Louis to promote music coming out of St. Louis. That's awesome. The biggest thing yeah. that I, the biggest struggle that I always see though is the bubble, is that the St. Louis music is being promoted to St. Louis and finding how to get it outside of St. Louis. I mean, you can put, you know, you put local music on the point and the point does stretch farther than St. Louis. I get that. But all these other outlets still are promoting to St. Louis and have to find a way to get out of St. Louis if you want the music to get past the boundaries of Missouri. Right. So right. I, I don't have a solution to that. I'm just saying that that's always been the struggle that I've seen. Has someone actually vocalized that struggle to you? Mm, I don't know. 
So for instance, and I, I don't, I don't, so of the ones that we've talked about, you're saying their reach is not outside of the city. So no one else has downloaded the app. No one else is. No I'm, not, one cares. I'm, I'm not saying they or haven't. Or is it not promoted to people outside of the city? From what I can tell it, it I mean, it may be through like social media and stuff like that, but I'm I'm just saying that it, I I feel like the the reach could be farther somehow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the reach—it's the internet. The reach can go wherever. Yeah, it's just getting people to know it exists. Right. And I I don't personally know uh, how to do that. I'm just saying. If, I mean, I can tell I, you I, a I'm way say, to do it. I'm saying if if I'm promoting music, if I'm promoting St. Louis music, but I want to promote it in Ohio, how do I do that? throw some money at it okay throw some money at marketing and yeah. marketing strategy and you can do it yeah but everything in this life costs true you know? yeah it's not cheap to it's not, it, for real i mean it, you, you have to throw some money at it yeah now i know that's easier said than done but yeah i mean it's possible the, the question is, is do these folks have the resources to do that maybe maybe not yeah. I'd be curious to speak to him about it and, and know that. Um, so it's, it's no different than being a band and promoting outside of your city. You gotta, you, it takes monetarily speaking, it, it, it takes a little bit of effort there. Right. You, know, you can post on social media all you want. You have to be able to extend that reach beyond Right, your fifteen hundred followers or your five thousand followers, right? Right. You have, if you have there five, are ways to do it. If you have five thousand, but it, it costs money. Yeah. If you have five thousand yeah. followers, but all your followers are from Missouri or are from right across the river in Illinois, you can promote all day long. But how how far is your reach getting? Not very far. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just saying that's what I feel like. Yeah. Needs yeah. to be broadened somehow, and maybe it is a money I thing. Agree. Maybe it is a money I thing. I agree. Um. Yeah, I mean, it can be done, but it's just, you gotta, like I said, you gotta throw some dollars at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And some people don't want to. I and mean, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Uh, money does not grow on trees, but neither does, neither do listeners. <laughs> gotta, you gotta find them somehow. <laughs> yeah. They don't, you don't, I hate, I hate this saying, but it's so true in so many aspects of life. You don't know what you don't know. And until you ask, you don't know. Yeah. Right. It just takes, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta be ignorant to a situation. No shame in that, man. No shame in that at all. Right. Uh, it's how long you stay ignorant is where the real problem comes in, you know? Mm -hmm. So we got to find this out. Someone tell us. Someone tell us if they'll, I, I'm going to ask. That, that's fucking sad if that's true, dude. I got to find that out. That's bumming me out. Like, really bumming me out right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm I don't, I don't have, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. And I don't have the, the de details on it either on like what happened or why it happened or anything like that. I just, I'm pretty positive that it's, we don't have a local show anymore unless yeah. somebody replaced yeah. it and, and somebody else is doing it. But I do know that I used yeah. to see, uh, all like a lot of bands that I follow on social media, I used to see them reaching out to who used to do it and saying, you know, thanks for do thanks for spinning and thanks for doing this. And I always used to see a social media post about who they were playing at what time throughout yeah, the night yeah, yeah. and all that. Don't see that anymore. So that that's makes, true. That I was actually mean? looking for that myself. Uh, yeah, you're right. Well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. 
So I'll fucking do it. That'd be awesome. I'll fucking do it. We can do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can do that. Let's write him a letter. Let's do something. <laughs> okay. I mean, I got I got to learn the boards or however they do it. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I'm I'm intelligent enough to figure it out. I've seen it done before. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll watch you I'm, do I it. I might be serious. I might be serious about that too. Anyway, we'll discuss that later. I I, I don't I don't think that major radio station is going to be where you would do it at. You, but we could we could probably find other avenues to do it. Why not? We can try. What are you going to say? No? <laughs> oh, damn. Ruin my, my day. Life. Ruin my day. Oh, good call. Let's go. All right.